Hi, everybody. It's Christy from Retail Bliss. I'm back with you to go over my latest blog post, which is called Six Retail Lessons Learned from Black Friday. So I apologize for the huge, huge gap in um, blog posting, but it's just been an absolutely crazy month. Um, Black Friday was one of our best retail weekends ever. Um, We're actually up 500% over last year. And uh, I had my marketing assistant actually go on vacation one of the days, so it was a little bit of mayhem, and I feel like I'm still recovering from the lack of sleep from that. So definitely making my New Year's resolutions right now towards the end of December for infusing more balance into my life. Um, So looking forward to that in the new year. But I want to take you through this blog post if you're listening to the audio and give you some exact insight into what I did and what worked and what I learned from uh, Black Friday this year. So if you want to jump back and check out my last post about Black Friday strategy, I highly recommend it. Um, It was a very popular post. Um, So I'm going to give you kind of my six key learnings that actually developed. I developed for Black Friday weekend and actually paid off. So here we go. Number one, generate excitement. So one of the things that I did on Black Friday that I've never done before is these door crashers. And I'm going to explain why. So, you know, one of the conventional wisdoms that you see in um, retail merchandising and promotion is that a lot of the time it's used strategically as a way to move out inventory that's old or aging or not selling. Um, And while that's a completely legit way to use um, promotions, it's not always the most enticing to attract the type of customers that you want to get. Um, so if you have a very loyal customer base, moving out old inventory that nobody really wants because it's last sizes or whatever the case is, is probably not going to be a really good strategy. So um, if you jump back to my post from the previous month, it really talks about setting objectives for Black Friday promotion. So, And I find that valuable for any large promotion or just in general for your business. It's to sit down and think about what you're trying to do. So for my business Encircled, what I was trying to do was to get my existing customers to buy more um, or try a product that they haven't tried before or bring in new customers who are kind of on the tipping point of purchasing. Maybe they thought it was too expensive, maybe blah, blah, blah. Like there could be a number of reasons. So um, this really worked for me quite well. So what I did was I focused... I kind of did a hybrid approach. So I actually did not promote my most popular product, um, but I created a collection of products which um, I really wanted people to try out and buy and weren't moving as quickly, but I also put popular colors in there so that they are, you know, things that people would want, and I gave a decent discount. And then I went out with four door crashers um, throughout the day on Black Friday. So limited time, so from like midnight to 6 a.m., get 50% off this one item. Um, I specifically chose items that I knew were interesting to people, but in this case, I actually chose colorways that I knew people wouldn't be as likely to try. For example, one of my designs sells really well in black, but gray is always kind of a bit sketchy because it's a pant and people don't know about gray. I think they're beautiful, but it's not um, common most women tend to gravitate towards black pants. So, um, and I knew I only had a limited quantity in these and I wanted to move them. So I went out with a very aggressive price point, something we never, ever, ever done. Um, And you know what, it worked. 
Essentially, I got this idea, honestly, from one of the best sources that you can get things from, which is the internet, and looking what large retailers are doing, because large retailers do things for a reason, and a lot of time it's because they're working. I mean, you don't want to look at possibly what Sears is doing right now, but look at some brands that you admire and see what they're doing in promotions. That's always a good place to start. Um, so as I mentioned before, like one of the key results from this is that our Black Friday sales were up over 500%, and I'll talk about where this came from in a minute. Um, the second point and the second learning is that Black Friday customers are good customers. So I talked about it in my previous post, but I attended this event hosted by Shopify in which this analytics guy talked about how Black Friday customers are actually good customers and they're likely to repeat and they likely match your current customer profile. Um, they just probably need that extra little push to make their first or second purchase from you. So what happened during my Black Friday weekend promotions is that I saw same customers sometimes purchasing multiple items through separate transactions or customers buying multiple items um, in one transaction and sometimes items that weren't even on sale um, which was a really interesting behavior so buying full price mixed with promoted price um, so in that case it's it's great because you get the blended margin of that purchase um, which is a bit higher because it's paired with a non-promoted item so what I've also seen is that a lot of these customers have come back and repurchased, which is great. So number three, less is the new more, being strategic with email. So email sending frequency, as I mentioned in my Black Friday um, best practices post, it really goes up quite significantly starting with Black Friday weekend into the holidays. I mean, I've seen some retailers, not naming names, just kidding, Old Navy Gap, Banana Republic, who go with emails every single day, sometimes twice a day. Um, I don't know why I haven't unsubscribed from those yet, but I'm on like the point where I'm just like a little sick of it now. So, you know, as a smaller brand, you definitely have to be a little bit more careful because you don't have the clout um, that some of these other bigger brands can. So, um, I, this is my exact email sequence for Black Friday. I sent out an email on the Wednesday before the Black Friday, just to my list giving them the sale first. So I created on Shopify a separate collection for Black Friday. It wasn't promoted anywhere on my site um, and you would need the link to access it. And basically I gave them the added incentive of having a free accessory if they ordered by the end of day Thursday. Um, second, I created a separate mailing list. So I invited people in that Wednesday email to opt into these other mailing list to be reminded of the four daily door crashers. So we had about, I think it was about 5% of my list opt into those. So now I knew those were people who were really excited and high likelihood that they would buy some of those door crushers, which was pretty cool. Um, and I did that as a way to avoid bombarding people four times a day with emails on Black Friday. Um, and then third, I sent out my final two emails. So one was in the morning, like 12 a.m. on Black Friday with a reminder of door crusher number one going live and the, the sale has gone public basically. Um, and then I sent another one that day um, only to people who had not opened the first email. Um, so I created a segment within my list through MailChimp and there's a link in the post as to how to do that. Um, and so the result was my open rates were actually really good on Black Friday, which is unusual um, for a day that's like heavy email bombardment and our unsubscribes were actually really low. So lesson number four is that promotions can have a healthy margin. So I see a lot of people afraid to promote um, and I can see that if you have a very coveted product that's in short supply, maybe you have a steady, you know, multi-figure percentage increase 
you know, in demand and you have no supply. I can understand that. But most brands don't have that situation. And I think what you'll find is that on a day when people are looking for deals like Black Friday or Boxing Day, nothing is worse than having your site be like completely um, not aligned to that and having traffic come to your site looking for deals and bounce off somewhere else and potentially go to their competitor and spend that share of wallet with the competitor. Um, so promotions, my message through this is that promotions can have a healthy margin, but you need to know your numbers. So as a baseline, every e-commerce entrepreneur should know your gross margin by product, um, your shipping costs, and what effect that has on your gross margin and what level. So if you offer free ship over 150, um, how does that impact the gross margin of those products going to that sh- free ship basket? Um, and if you know you know, your average order value, that's important as well. So if you know your average order value is 150, then you can confidently know that, um, you know, even if like on Black Friday, people may tend to order less than the average order value, you can know within a certain range of what that might be. Um, lastly, if you have insight into your lifetime value of a customer, that would be awesome. Um, I've listed a couple of podcasts in the blog post where you can get some more information on this. Um, but that really is just how much you can invest in acquisition like acquisition of a customer and that's usually looked at um in terms of like front-end acquisition so advertising um i like to look at it in terms of um because i don't do a ton of paid advertising i look at it in margin investment as well so if i'm gonna say give somebody 15 dollars off a pre-order of an item and they're gonna be their first purchase i view that as an investment in them and then put that towards the lifetime value to see how profitable the customer really is Um, Lesson number five, you don't need to invest money to promote, um, boost, not advertise. So what I said in point number one that we did virtually no paid advertising is true. The only thing I did on Black Friday was boost um, the posts on Facebook for our four door crashers. Um, Because our target was customers who were on the tipping point, um, spending $5 per boost was really well worth it, quite honestly. We spent $20 in advertising. That's almost nothing. Um, we got a decent reach and a really high conversion rate from Facebook that day. So that was good. Um, we did the kind of the same thing on Instagram, but not unpaid. It's just our creative was different. So instead of on Facebook, we did very like advertising-y stuff, like text on photos and stuff. On Instagram, our posts were much more lifestyle, but the text below was promotional. Um, my last lesson from Black Friday was that you should be leveraging your network. Um, and I put affiliates here. So I have an affiliate program through Encircled. I don't use it very often, quite honestly. It has a mix of customers and bloggers in it. Um, for Black Friday weekend, though, I did reach out to my affiliates, um, share the offers, um, as well as some bloggers I worked with in the past, and developed banner ads and creative and provided like a brief refresher of how to log into the site. Um, and added an element of a contest, so a free item of clothing for any affiliate that drove more than a certain amount of dollars in sales. Um, You know, our affiliates are great. They're wonderful. They're engaged. They have a highly targeted audience who enjoy and benefit from these deals. So if they can be a facilitator in that process, it's really great for them and really great for their audience. So we did get significant affiliate traffic, which was great, and some backlinks to our site, which is always great for SEO. So that is in a nutshell about 10 minutes of the blog post, six retail lessons learned from Black Friday. I hope you bookmark this one and the one before it and come back to it next year when you're planning your Black Friday promotions. Um, And if you want to share with me what 
your favorite takeaway was from this blog post, hop on back to the blog and leave it in the comments. Um, and if you want to share this article out on Facebook or Twitter, I'd really appreciate it. It helps get the word out to other e-commerce entrepreneurs like yourself. Um, and as together, we can all grow and learn from each other. So I'm wishing you much abundance and retail bliss and happy, happy holidays. We'll be back in the new year with some exciting stuff for you. I can't wait. Have a good one. Talk to you soon.